a kind listener who so I got uh like two corrections. I'll see if I can remember the second one later, but I got two corrections outside of Venmos. So I just want to remind folks if you want to correct us, you can do that by Venmoing Aaron M. Marsh. That's right. Um, At one... Aaron M. Marsh, correct me. In fact, I'm gonna make mistakes in this episode on purpose. Yep. <laughs> They're like our own I dare you. <laughs> so um so someone had, had mentioned to me well they were like you, you like you guys were talking about the the Disney connection but the reason it's blue is cuz it's the New Republic and I was like correct yeah. yeah so anyway I I think we both knew that Okay we well no yeah but you know what listener didn't lean into But it. you know why that is the Disney one because Disney yeah. created the New Republic and made everything blue so they could have that m- merchandise to be on their own I literally yeah. was talking to my dad about this today that I was like, this is really where Disney's totally left George Lucas's work behind to be fully Star Wars Disney. Yeah. We're now fully in a place where they can just reference other Disney Star Wars property. And they're just like, boom. Yeah, we're Disney on Disney right now. You know, we're in a Disney yeah. club sandwich. Which leads me to my first question, Andy. Are you ready? Is this the way? <laughs> my report will be on your desk in the morning. <laughs> Kindly, yes. thank you. Um, Ashoka, part three, time to fly, which was never said in the episode. Yeah, it didn't need <laughs> to be never... said because <laughs> they were flying. Yeah, Literally. there was a lot of flying. And I was like, oh, great. Another Top Gun. <laughs> But you know, uh, uh, in the end, we get spacesuit. Now there will be a spacesuit Ahsoka action figure. So there you go. That's right. Which more merchandise, more merchandise, more merchandise. It really feels like. <laughs> Remember when you would go to like Goodwill and like go to the toy section? And there's like a bag of action yeah. figures. It feels yeah. like the ah- Ahsoka in a like a space jumpsuit would be like in one of those bags. Like already, like five be. years before they even show up, you know, they're just like, Ashoka on a motorcycle. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> but yeah, um, another Steph Green uh, director. Yep. Back to back Steph Greens. Yeah. You scooped me on that. And I was like, oh, uh, I noticed that again there. So, so there you go. That's right. We, our episode starts with a T6, which is what we call Andy sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, the Andy Lorian. I'm at my T six, and we start off with a little like kendo stick Jedi training. Yeah, and we uh, now you know like we get to see uh, we get to see Hu Yang in mm-hmm. like in a more active mode than we've seen him before. He's been just sort of like you know Professor Hu Yang who's telling us about you know lightsabers, lightsaber lore, and then occasionally. <laughs> dealing some uh, tough love uh but now we get to see hu yang in like his best impression of general grievous yeah well that was my question to you is so hu yang's got four arms in this is that the kind of thing that he yeah. has to manually put on has, did he have the four arms the whole time and i missed it he had the four arms and we missed it we okay. we actually haven't seen we haven't seen this like mode for him but, i apologize if you're um, a new listener i have not the difference is andy has seen Rebels. I have not seen Rebels. Yeah. So these characters well, are new to me. They're not new well, to me. Hu, Hu, Hu Yang. Hu Yang is uh, Hu is Clone Wars, but we don't mm-hmm. see. So we we see this pack on his back, um, mm-hmm. but we don't. What we don't see is that that he can he can pull out you know like some sort of of arm out of that and then and then basically 
do whatever these you know flashlight <laughs> flashlight beams that he apparently can give you a report card on it's it reminds me of that those um tablets that you chewed uh and then that would show you how well you brush your teeth like at the you know like <laughs> it's that for jedi training it's that but for jedi training right we were like oh i know and he's like oh you're cuts. the worst look at how <laughs> how red your mouth is i did like that but, he was negging sabine yeah which as a gentleman of the 90s i appreciate Oh. <laughs> no, but it's also like we were, we were, did mention like her, she's becoming force sensitive. We're watching yeah. her do this. This is very, very late in the game. Star Wars always has somebody late in the game yep. doing this. And unlike the other ones we've seen where they're like, this person's like a natural. She is not a natural. Yeah, not a natural. Right. And and I, I can't help but think that part of some of the development we got um, in the last episode and end more in this episode episode is is trying to get us some notion of like how difficult it is especially for someone who you know like uh who yang's basically pointing out like the jedi uh the jedi count or council or or you know like the jedi would not have accepted her um partly because of her age um and then the other part you know potentially because of of not having the aptitude for it um and you know like we get that you know anakin anakin at like whatever you know human boy nine or, or you know nine to eleven it was I very guess, late to the game maybe. too he yeah they were like yeah not sure about letting him in so late and clearly yeah, so inside now, when you look at him he's got a lot of frustration and totally there and worked go. out well like maybe actually. he wasn't yeah a lot of success <laughs> maybe maybe they shouldn't have trained him right and he started um, facebook but... so <laughs> <laughs> So, so we, you know, we, but we do get, um, so we get the, the Hu Yang, um, the callouts too, I think are, um, there for the form and the attack. Um, so it's the, it's the form. So the foot position and fencing form, um, and then also what, what type of strike it is. Um, so, and he's calling those out. I think that's kind of cool because, uh, we really haven't seen sort of the, the like sequence form cycling for that really in sort of a live action uh context for and sure i thought that was kind of cool i thought we get an idea of like why yes yeah well and i think uh if i think there was a mention of lady tano i think as uh, so hu yang you know very much the you know alfred butler uh type programming um in his uh you know he's like he definitely has that high republic um fanciful feel to him and i think that's a that was nice to to lady ren so i like that yeah i did too it was cool and uh ahsoka comes over takes sabine down immediately to be like hey yeah. want to let you know i'm still top dog and you're like yeah <laughs> nobody was he just said that she's the worst he's ever seen and like ahsoka is like clearly like on par with anakin at some point yeah and it's I, not I a still... fair fight not no, definitely not a fair fight, especially with you know her having the the blast, uh, you know, like the equivalent to the kendo fighting. Yeah, that's uh, like Iceman going against Goose shield. with no co-pilot. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's exactly that, Aaron. It's exactly. Thank that. you. I'm sure, I'm sure that's what Dave Filoni was hoping that we would draw from this. Um, the mm -hmm. my only my only gripe here, uh, or no, not, I shouldn't say my only gripe with this scene, I should say. Um, is that we legit have a moment where Ahsoka puts Sabine in the same 
situation that Kane and Jarrus is in as a result of being blinded by Maul in season two of Rebels. And there isn't an end. Kanan saber trained Sabine. And so I thought there was like a small missed opportunity to try to, for Ahsoka to connect to, and Ahsoka knows that Kanan, uh, Kanan and Ezra saber trained her. So I thought that was a, a like a slight missed opportunity, or it could be a sign that Filoni is trying to be a little more reserved <laughs> and not doing too much, you know, deep cut referencing there but i thought it was a missed opportunity for for those that didn't watch rebels kanan jarris was a jedi he is the father of jason sandula who we will talk we see and we get to find out where that blue haired uh, gentleman from day, later on the episode day, the wesley yeah, crusher the day, of this day, episode yes the daycare uh yeah. is in fact on uh home one but kanan jarris um had trained uh had trained sabine in order to kind of hold her own with the dark saber uh, he had been blinded and so he's one of the analogs for us of someone who is a force wielder on the positive side that doesn't have sight. Uh, Chirut Imwe being another from Rogue One. Um, so so anyway, that was my only like like bit of a like, okay, but we do get, we definitely get the like double underscored exclamation point version of this is going to be an uphill slog for Sabine. So, and I, yeah. I think that's helpful for, our, for us, especially with the fact that we've, you know, got this like, character bonanza of all these different people that are uh in this situation it's good that they went ahead and did that and just didn't have um the struggle sort of off scene or you know off camera um we're getting to see a bit of it for sure i'm also just always happy to see a little bit of a blind visor uh the visor yeah. blind visor yeah because it's just um because we saw it in the 77 movie you know like so it's yeah. just like good that's the whole lore now we got a thing that we're like watching build so clearly she's gonna do something forcey at the end to help us I mean, they have a quote here that I like anger and frustration are quick to give power, but, uh, but will unbalance you, which I think I'm going to get tattooed on my knuckles. They will. Yeah. They will leave you unbalanced. I I thought that was, um, I thought that was quite nice. Um, especially, you know, given the fact that, uh, we are seeing in these episodes, uh, Sabine's Sabine's helmet is shaded in red in the intro. Uh, and so I thought that was a a little bit of an interesting connection of of you know of her quick to leaning towards the anger and frustration part. Um, so I thought that was uh, I thought that was kind of a nice little a little bit there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so we now leave there. We end up going to home one. That's yep. where we see the red A wings. No, I'm sorry, the blue ones. Blue ones. The blue ones. The blue A wings. I, re- I wrote see- down blue, but my yeah. my brain went red. Yeah, the blue I, angels I, of the Star I, Wars universe. I planted it in your head. And yeah, we, so we go back to home one, but then also, were you super excited to see uh, the larger squadron or, or the or the fleet? I guess not really squadron at that point, but the larger fleet, like in that in those shots as well. So because there was, some I, cool, was, you know, like there was I was I think there was a hammerhead Corvette in there, and yeah, yeah I was just ahead. excited to see things that looked familiar. Yeah, feeling like the show was <laughs> leaving me. I needed it to like come back to me. Yeah, because I also I got text messages before I watched it. That's just like, I think I'm not going to watch the show anymore. Are you going to? And you're like, wait, what? So I was expecting to really fully get lost in this episode. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Oh, uh, we get to well, home I'm, one I, and we see. I'm sorry. What? Well, I was, I'm just like, I mean, I'm I, I can't wait for our, our little 
uh, chat wrap about up. what you thought at the yeah our wrap up at the end. But yeah, home one, and uh, we get the uh, we get uh, we get another Mon Cal who has a name by the way, Beta. Beta, uh, oh, that's Mon great. Cal, yeah, the, you think that's the Mon Cal who's in a yeah he's <laughs> he's uh he's Beta. Uh, in Beta Max, um, and he's the one that was in the blue flight suit, and uh, and uh, so Hera is is flanked by Beta, and then uh, Vic Hawkins. So both of these uh, folks had you know small speaking parts, but they're welcoming uh, Hera back to Home One before we get the uh, hey, you got to deliver your report. <laughs> the Chancellor and the Senators want to know more. I'm happy they got a speaking role because we support the union and that would mean hopefully yes. they get more money on the back yes. end of all the streaming that we're currently doing and watching. Yeah. We support I, the writers guild and SAG Afra. There we go. Thank you. There. All right. Got that out of the way, <laughs> which by the way, if you get a beta action figure and it's all metal, don't open it. You know, like that's yeah, kind of the one that it. you think yeah. you think that's the one it's never, it's never the one you think. <laughs> <laughs> no one kept those in the box. All the box ones are now expensive. Oh uh, yeah, but we, then we get to see Mon Mothra. Yeah, very famous for the legacy, of course, and on Home One, which is where we originally saw her back in the original trilogy. Yes. Yep. So I'm like, yes, please, back to me, back yes. to what tell I us, know. <laughs> tell us about <laughs> all the Bothans that died for this. <laughs> so I was excited to see that, and. uh we're kind of getting the taste of where Hera really is politically yeah. in all this because she has her ideas and people are not on board with her. No, no, that would be the <laughs> like very, the, that would be the very shortcut version of this. Like uh, definitely not on board. So yeah. <laughs> Turns out it's, that's a no on me dog. Yeah. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> so she she does the New Republic version of Shark Tank, and no one's buying her mission uh, mission to the unknown region. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not even like a bad like offer. <laughs> yeah, no, not even a bad offer. They're just like, no, no, we're not buying that. Uh, yeah, that. Thrawn, no, nobody, nobody will, nobody will want that. Yeah, exactly. In fact, like all the Thrawn figures, totally taken out of their package. <laughs> Yeah, we can't even get rid of them. You know, like it's no. <laughs> they're on clearance. We're not yeah, pushing this. They're Bib Fortuna, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> that's a inside joke for us. Although that's appeared on the podcast a couple times now. It it has now. Sorry. Uh, no, no. I'll that. just direct catch up. up when Andy was a kid. Bib Fortuna was always on clearance, and so he doesn't yep. see that character without thinking of clearance toys. Yeah, I'm like, I hate that guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well then Hera goes to the hallway and we get to see Jason. Yeah. And he's like, and you were, this was this was like this was like a direct like don't worry, I got you from Dave Filoni to you, Aaron. Yeah. Like, hey, I wanna I wanna know what's up here. Exactly. Where it's like, hey, is that my son? Me, Hera, that Jason, mother's son relationship right here? And yes, like, thank God. Please explain more of this to me. Yes, because <laughs> I'm I'm having time. With, but we also find out that uh, her son wants to do Jedi training, which of course, <laughs> as far as storytelling goes, means he's definitely doing Jedi training. It's not like when you talk to a kid and they're like, "I want to be a pilot," and then they don't become a pilot. In Star Wars, yeah. if you say that, someone shows up and gets you. Yaddle's like around the totally. corner. She's like, "What?" 
Yeah, like ooh. Uh, let's, but, let's get should, <laughs> but Jason, uh, so Jason Sandula is the son of Hera and Kanan Jarrus. So I mentioned earlier, Kanan Jarrus was a Jedi. So uh, we would we would imagine that Jason would have some aptitude in the Force as a result of his relationship to uh, to Kanan. And then, real quick note uh, for some people, this might have stood out as like kind of a what gives you know like uh, Chancellor Mon Mothma's really. Um, you know, like uh, a little bit, uh, a little bit into Hera's uh, personal life, but um, but Mon Mothla actually had a connection to the Ghost Crew uh, and Phoenix Squadron in Rebels, and so she actually knows the crew. So there's a bit of a that's that's a, a at least a hint to us that Mon Mothma knows uh, Hera personally. So that uh, just was one little thing to to know, and then for. You know, to have that, you know, oh, he's on, you know, he's over in home one daycare somewhere, uh, mm-hmm. getting up to no good with Chopper, of course. Which if you um, had no, if you had Lego Star Wars, you'd be able to go back there and get your mini kit. Totally. Totally. You're like, 100%. oh, exactly. That. <laughs> That's the side mission, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm in. I'm for yeah. that. I need that brick. <laughs> um. So, yeah, we get to that point. The Hera says, or like Hera goes back, doesn't she? Or am I wrong in this? Well, well, the, well. She, so she does the whole like, oh, I'll let you talk to. Uh, so Mon Mothma asks for some more time to talk to the mm-hmm. folks that are there. Um, That's so it. for yeah, yeah. So um, in the you know like in essence we have. Uh, so who we have there is we have uh, two humanoids. One is named Mawood. The other is uh, Rodrigo. Uh, and then to those are both to Mon Mothma's right, and then to Mon Mothma's left, we have Hamoto Ziono, and then we have an unidentified Gran. <laughs> Grands are the three eye guys. Um, but of all the people that are in that little um, in that little exchange, uh, Hamoto Ziono is a senator from Hosnian Prime, and Hosnian Prime I think is alluded to like Hera's little shot at him. Uh, in the exchange about, you know, did you just sit back and wait uh, to see who won um, mm-hmm. is like a little bit of a notion to Hosnian Prime really not being uh, being very Imperial friendly. So and for anybody who has spent the time to actually go watch <laughs> Rebels Resistance, which I watched as a result of thinking, oh, Rebels was so amazing. Now we have this, you know, it happens, it happens in episode, it happens in the timeline of, of episodes, um, like before episode seven and then before episode eight, I was like, oh, of, of course, whatever animated stuff they do will be amazing. Um, I can't tell you to go watch Resistance, but Resistance, uh, um, Homoto Ziono's son is like, in essence, the Ezra of Resistance um, for that whole, there's only two, I think there's only two seasons of it. Again, not I'm not endorsing it in any way. Uh, go read the summary. Don't you know? Don't Except be- the next TV show is going to start right after that TV show takes place, and you'll need all yes. of it to understand it. Yes. Yeah, so this isn't necessarily probably a spoiler to anyone who remembers the beginning of um, the beginning of Force Awakens, um, or I should say the end of Force Awakens. But Hazian Prime is one of the planets that gets destroyed, and we believe yes. that we believe that Hamoto Ziono is. Uh, is one of those that dies. Uh, so in essence, a little bit of that, it gives a little weight to this exchange that probably is, you know, kind of lost um, in in the weeds here. But this idea of his inaction um, could have led to the First Order um, overall. So that that was a, you know, kind of like his punishment for telling Hera that, uh, that 
Thrawn's dead, so therefore uh, Ezra's of course dead too. So, oh, for sure. Yeah, just a little bit of unpacking from the from the ready room exchange there. Thank you, Andy. And then now we got a T six. It's going through hyperspace. I yeah. enjoy a good hyperspace. Yeah. And we're, now I had a moment. We, I had a moment in there. Did you like look at the? This is before the the dog fight and everything. Did you notice? You know, it looks like there's. It looks like there are five engines, right? And I kept looking at the one engine above the center engine, and I was like, "Why isn't that engine like firing? Like, what's wrong?" And it turns out that's the that's the tail gun position, <laughs> and we just hadn't oh. seen. Uh, we just hadn't I, like I hadn't thought about the fact that the the T six would would be armed, like uh, being that it's a was a Jedi like Jedi like ambassador kind of shuttle. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I kept looking at it in hyperspace, and I was like, "There's something different about that like nodule right there. Like, what's the deal?" And that it turns out that's the that's where we end up uh, with with uh, um, Sabine uh, taking over the tail gun spot there. So anyway, I just thought it was like a oh, like, wait cool. a minute. <laughs> oh, it's great. I like I. I'm the idiot that loves Disneyland so much that whenever I see those jet engines like that, I just look for the hidden Mickey because that's normally where they hide them in the, the spaceship sort of things. Yeah, they will, and it's one of those things where um, I've seen enough now with the light and magic with them, uh, the kit bashing and model bashing stuff. When I'm looking at ships now, I'm like, sometimes I'm looking for like, you know, is there some, is there something like hidden on the ship or anything like that? Oh, yeah, so cool. I wasn't thinking about the the hidden the hidden Mickey part, but yeah, that's interesting. Uh, let's see. Uh, and at that point, we are now watching uh, a hologram of Hera saying she's yep. not going to be joining them on the mission. Yep. Which, of course, foreshadowing of she's going to show up surprisingly somewhere down the line. Totally. <laughs> exactly. Like, you're like, all right, yeah. happy. I know how this works. <laughs> it's like yeah. in wrestling, they're like, hey, and you definitely can't run out and stop the match. And you're like, all yeah. right, they definitely. Are you going to do something? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're definitely going to show up with a folding chair, right? Yeah. Did anybody put a folding chair? Right here? I swear there was just one over here. Uh, is it? Yeah. Where's that folding chair? Why is this uh, table here? I don't have any. It's it's totally empty. There's nothing on this table. <laughs> exactly. And uh, <laughs> at that point, we get out and we start to find ourselves starting in a little bit of a dogfight. A little bit. Yeah, of Yeah. Well, we get. Gun. We get the. Uh, we get the. Oh crap! We know they know we're probably coming because our communications are jammed. Right, and then, uh, and then Ashoka. That's when they get in their positions. I'm sorry, and that's where they, like they start yep. to get in their gunning scenes, much like the big uh, Star Wars in A New Hope. Yeah, where it's the Luke yep. and Han, like they have the back and forth. The I got one, and Ashoka's well, supportive. She's like, you yeah, know, so- good job. Yeah, Ahsoka doesn't do the don't get cocky. Uh, I also thought the interesting thing too um, is that that the that combination was actually almost more of a nod to Ray and Finn uh, in the Millennium Falcon because of the fact that eventually Ahsoka's like, okay, what do you need from me? And yeah. and is in essence trying to to fly and and position Ahsoka to be able to take out those fighters. Yeah, they are bringing a lot of kind of subtle Ray references into this, yeah. which is not bad, so, you know, like, and I did enjoy just like watching like this felt like classic Star Wars, this yeah. felt like classic Top Gun, you know, like that's what we need. <laughs> She's like, talk to me, Goose, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. I, I do, you know, and like part of it to me might be the fact that I've heard 
I've heard so many people say they they are looking for Filoni to like fix seven, eight, nine that maybe yeah. I'm projecting a little bit into that, but but it was cool to see that. And you know, I'm one hundred percent expecting for them to eventually tell us how somehow Snoke came back. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, would I mean, that's some... kind of what I think this show, not maybe this specific show, but Disney Plus shows, I thought are going to be that answer. Um, yeah, sorry, your research them. Well, well, no, I was going to say that. So the you know we get for for folks that for folks that haven't seen or heard this a thousand times. Um, all of the tail gunning sequences are really inspired by the Dam Busters, uh, which is an old World War II film. So the Dam Busters were were used as, in essence, a, a positioning and camera tracking for the Han and and Luke scenes. Um, and so we get a lot of that. But I thought it was interesting. They they they're flying what looks like uh, General Grievous's fighter, which uh, General Grievous's fighter had the hilarious uh, on the nose name Solus One. But mm-hmm. they had that um, they had a, a grievous style like profile to them, um, but they look an awful lot like a World War II like Spitfire or their or uh, like a P fifty one Mustang, and and so even the the gunning and stuff um, had more of that sort of uh, the way that the the repeating the the repeating lasers um, fired I think gave it a little bit of a more of that like you said it felt like. Uh, classic Star Wars, and I think that's part of why it felt like classic Star Wars. Well, it felt Wars. like Dave Filoni knew that George Lucas was going to watch, and so totally. he's like, "Here, let's give him something like to watch. This is what this is what Dad likes." Yeah, and so they put Dad out that show yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with his characters, but took a little totally. damage, you know. And as they yeah. take damage, start going towards like the external hyperdrive. Yeah, which big ring, the big ring. Which did we talk about that in previous episodes, or did we? we I think we were. That, I think we were so like, who are these people going back much, and forth? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that we we left out the the eye of Scion, um, and then in this notion, the Scion, um, Scion is probably a play on like the heir to the empire to Thrawn. The Scion is you know, someone who is is prophet prophesized to be. So, uh, but the eye of Scion, we we I think left out because a lot of what was there seemed to be like pretty direct about what's going on here and that they're constructing this like, you know, way over the top super hyperdrive uh thing. It looks an awful lot like a hyperspace ring that the Jedi fighters in episodes one and two and three um would use in order to to make hyperspace travel you think uh, it's possible purpose? for them. I mean, I think that's on purpose, <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't know. Totally. Uh, I'm sorry. Like they look just yeah, like yeah. it is referencing those those hyperdrives. And I thought they were going to take that ship as it was like, you know, they're like look, going towards it so they can actually start to really get it going again. Yeah. But another ship has another plan. Ahsoka needs to make another action figure. Yes. We have, well, they we have flew a fight. through. They flew through the turbo lasers as one of my friends uh, messaged to me and said, you know, didn't the turbo lasers seem like they should be a little more turbo-y like they weren't. uh, (laughs) And maybe this is, you know, (laughs) like they, they, you know, and I guess maybe turbo lasers, the notion here is that they're more powerful, not necessarily fast, but uh, we've seen turbo lasers in the past. Um, But, you know, in essence, they, they flew through the ring. And I actually thought for a brief moment that them flying through the ring was going to put them into like is basically going to warp them somewhere else. I thought that uh, was but... exactly what we were heading towards. I thought that was the goal. Yeah, it felt like Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> yeah. kind of just get into the little thing before he shoots off. Yeah, the little totally. spinning rubber. But 
but that doesn't happen. And then they're sort of dead in the water there for a moment. And like you said, we need a new action figure. Uh, we need to make Ray happy. Totally. <laughs> so, so, cause like I'll do something for mommy Ray. And so yeah. she goes out the lightsaber and cuts, <laughs> cuts down a spaceship in space. Yeah. In lightsabers space. in space. <laughs> lightsabers in space. It had like very much a uh a ray in rise of uh Skywalker meets uh Leia uh <laughs> Leia's um you know like force like return back into, into the ship in last Jedi. Yeah, meets <laughs> space. It. Yeah, meets space. Yeah. So and I liked the helmet, you know, it's got a 2000, like a little bit of a 2001, I guess, kind of vibe to it, maybe. Or, you know, I, I haven't. Uh, it kind of reminded me of when the Avengers see. went back in time. And they all had their little yeah. jumpsuits. Yeah, everybody needs a jumpsuit. Like, there you go. And it's blue. Yeah. Exactly, because it's New Republic, <laughs> not because it's Disney. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> but now, did you like, did you like the ahsoka running around on the wing yeah no that was great okay because uh that like had a moment of it felt very like it's it was the kind of thing it was the kind of campy thing that you would see in one of the animated series and i was like kind of like you know i was like okay well you know like i kind of understand the you know we got to give time before you know sabine to fix everything and fun thing about me i did not mind the disney star wars trilogy uh, yeah, people. I, I'm in, people really I'm hate this, it, and yeah. I'm just in like the hey, let's just have fun. This is just having fun. I get that it's no longer George Lucas. I get it. It doesn't feel like George yeah. Lucas, but it does feel like fun. And this was fun. It really yeah. kind okay. of had so, that kind of feel to me, where it was just like, much like Ray, where it's just like, okay, yeah, that's great. Sounds yeah. good. Although I would have enjoyed if it was an older spaceship, just because I enjoy that. Like that was yeah. what I liked about some of that other stuff. It's like. There's the spaceships I used to love, and now they're just tiny bit modified. And now we're kind of getting into like very much. No, these yeah. are these spaceships. But that's just that's just all preference. That is no right or wrong, despite the fact that fans don't know the difference between preference or right or wrong. <laughs> oh, Aaron, <laughs> they don't. They're like, oh, wouldn't no, it have no, been better I'm... if it was my preference? And you're like, shut up. <laughs> um, which this now leads us, by the way, to. Yes. Which will be Andy's favorite action figure out of the show, a Purgle. Yes, Purgles, dude. How amazing was that? We went straight up into their mouths. I yeah. mean, not all the way. It wasn't like fucking Pinocchio. Oh, yeah. pardon my French. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't swear too often, so that was uh, quite. The I know punctuation. we try not to. Exactly. Yeah. I saw Andy like it's like oh whoa. <laughs> I was like, it's too bad the video is not. This support tag after, not this. Oh my whoa. lord. Ooh, my, un- my apologies. <laughs> no, but like we went closer to Purgle than we've ever seen. Totally. I mean, 100- yeah. When I'm saying live action in the cartoons, did we ever get this close to the Purgle? Um. Yes. In in okay. the cartoons, for sure. Yeah. Like like like. Uh, you know, as there's this like incredibly trippy scene where like Ezra's sort of like floating next to a Purgle's eye, and the Purgle's eye turns into like this like star field, and then Ezra's eyes turn into the star field. It's one mm-hmm. of the more like like really sort of uh, trippy out there uh, huh. out there things. But that was like Ezra. That was the the Ezra's like you know communing with uh, with the Purgle. But yeah, I, I mean, we had seen you know like one of those things where I know you hadn't. Um, so it was one of those like the preferences. Um, I had watched like 
all the trailers. <clears throat> and so you were like, yeah, you know, I'll get, I'll get to the trailers. I, I don't know how much of it you'd watch, but this is one of the things, but like we saw a quick cut that they were flying around in an atmosphere, oh, okay. a clouded atmosphere. And then there were like tentacles, but there weren't uh, like where there weren't any o- obvious purgle, like whale shapes. And so mm-hmm. it was one of those moments of like people that knew that, you know, the purgle are basically like this whale plus like a four tentacle <laughs> octopus. Uh, they would probably know that it would be like this, like, Oh, this, you know, like inside baseball. Um, but it was just a look like just a, st- a starship fight. Uh, to, to you know to the average um average viewer but so so we knew this was kind of coming to some extent um and there i guess were was a hint um back in part two that they were in the clouded sky above Cetos. um but i've assumed yeah, we're gonna see a lot more of this as we go to more hyperspace we're gonna see a lot more purgle which is very totally. much nothing to do with george lucas yeah nothing to do it i mean or at least like not overtly like um you know like there's a lot of you know george had backstory for x like you know things yeah just like you know just like somebody magically survived order 66 right there's a certain <laughs> it's one of those things we sort of accept not naming names <laughs> yeah <laughs> not naming names but there seems to be a lot of people that come out of the woodwork that survived that survived order 66 there's a lot of like oh yeah you know this is something george was always thinking about um, but yeah, so the, I, I didn't expect that. And, you know, in essence, they, the purgle become this like great distraction, uh, and, Mar- uh, Marak and, uh, Shin lose, uh, visuals on, uh, on Ahsoka and the T6. And so then we get this kind of, you know, like, woo, and, uh, and then they land and we get a little bit of a reprieve, uh, for our heroes. Yeah. And I did like, you know, cause like the inquisitor was masked. Yeah. I just like him, like kind of looking over like, yeah. Yeah, that is a purple, yeah, like, ain't it? Like he looks like yeah. he looks like so satisfied by it. Yeah, like, like almost calmed. All yeah. right, yeah, like, totally. Yeah, cool. It yeah, is, like, you know, like if he had a cell phone. Now, now that I see him, just snapped a little picture. Like, <laughs> how about that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andy. What did you think of the episode? So, uh, well, so real quick. Uh, one other thing we, so we, we get, you know, we get a shot of, of Balin who's been on the ground, uh, at the like map viewer the whole time here in Cetos. Um, and so I know someone's going to ask me this, so I'm just trying to head this off. So yes, we please. Get, they're, they're referred to the alien beings that are the other. So we had a, we had six, uh, six fighters total Shin and Marak were in two of them and the other four were piloted by what are identified in, in Wikipedia as scout guards. Uh, and scout guards are in essence, the hench beings of Morgan Elspeth. Um, you know, they're the, they're, they're the, uh, the red shirts, if you will, on the villain side. Uh, and we get a couple shots of them. They're in the same outfit, at least, uh, the ground troops are in the same outfits that we've seen on Corvus. They were the, they were the security guards of the Caledon city, which is the city that, uh, Ahsoka breaches and goes to fight, uh, Morgan Elspeth. So we don't have, we still don't have an, an identification on them. Um, and so I know someone was going to ask me that just because it's like kind of that they popped up now, you know, mm-hmm. twice and we still don't know like kind of what alien race they are. Um, so that was the one little thing just to round out. Um, and so, you know, we're left with, uh, basically Balin knowing that they're hiding off in the red, uh, the red forest. Um, and mm-hmm. then we've got, you know, Shin and, and Marak basically, or Marak, I'm, I'm struggling with how I'm supposed to pronounce that name still. Um, 
so that we expect that we'll have a little bit of uh, them sort of like trying to figure out where uh, where Ahsoka and Sabine are. Yeah. But yeah, so then back to so what what did I think? Um, so I'm gonna I th- so I thoroughly enjoyed this, oh. and I'm gonna give it a seven. Wow! So all right, I, all right. I now the only reason, or not the only reason, but so there were um, like the exchange. We didn't talk a lot about it because it's pretty front and center. It passes the Bechtel test of you know two female characters having a conversation, not about men. Um, there's this that cool scene about. I actually have know, mentioned like, that throughout this whole show. The whole show has had a lot of two female characters that aren't yeah. talking about men. They're just doing the regular politics thing, and you're like, "Good, this is great." And it's not yeah. about like relationships of any kind. It's very yeah. much can be yeah. played by any gender. And I thought that was I noticed that immediately, and that's happened in every episode. Yeah, and I will I give was, my salute to that. Yeah, that was really cool. But there's that you know the the thing where we can see like kind of Ahsoka like shifting how she's handling like clearly uh however they uh however they approached the jedi padawan um arrangement earlier that was prior to the series you can see that ahsoka is like shifting that and taught you know and the, the whole sequence of her like you know starting small with the the teacups uh and you know sort of not being able to move the teacup thought that was like those really cool touch the you know like you said about the the kendo stick fighting sequence is all really cool and at the same time when i like had that thing where i got done and i was like okay i'm like i'm like they didn't get as far as like so i'm not saying that the episode was slow but they didn't get as far as i was imagining they were going to have to get to set up five more episodes and and so that part was kind of a like left me a little bit puzzled and so you know like to a certain extent i have a lot of trust in feloni as a as a whole but it was just one of those like okay did you dial back things a little bit so that everybody can kind of have a breather after the part one Mm -hmm. part two or like i it just makes me i'm i'm nervous after what we went through covering (laughs) season three of the mandalorian Mm -hmm. um where there's a lot of there's a lot of episodes where they didn't they didn't leave us where we like the pacing was all over the place in season yeah. three. And that just leaves me a little bit concerned. So that's why I got the the seven. So interesting. All right. I'm you? giving this episode a five. Okay. Because it's better than a four. I did like it better you... than last week. Exactly. Yeah. No, it was more fun, but also much like an infant. I'm enjoying the visuals yeah. and the action sequences, but I'm not caring about the characters at all. I'm not invested in okay. any of it. So I'm not invested in what they're doing or why they're doing it. And so yeah. I'm finding myself drifting off and having a harder time paying attention, which you guys I'm sure noticed throughout the this breakdown, you know, like it's like, you can almost yeah. like see like where I'm like zoning out as like, they're like talking and I'm not understanding. And yeah. so it, feel, it feels like the grownups are talking. And I'm the little kid and I'm trying to like catch what the grownups are talking, <laughs> except it's all Star Wars and a TV show that I'm like watching twice and still on the other side being like, I just still not getting all of this. There's that frustration of that. But it's also like, but yeah. this isn't bad, you know, like and so like you're dealing with all that. And you're like, the jumps are cool. Let's do some yeah. purgles. <laughs> yeah, no. Five sets of purgles, you know, like and then like so I'm still having all of that. Um and I did tell my dad this episode felt like the episodes like starts with them parking in the structure of Disneyland, like the parking structure. And it ends with them being like, you know what? Let's buy a ticket. And you're like, we didn't have to spend a whole episode just for that part. <laughs> you're like, it was, 
Yeah, like yeah, parking parking is hell, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it felt like it was just like from the parking to the gate, where you're just like, no, this really seems like this is one act of an episode, and yeah. then next week we're halfway through, yeah. and I don't feel like we're halfway through what we're supposed to be getting at, and it still feels like if a lot of Act One is still going through, and I don't see where we're transitioning into Act Two. Uh, so like I'm not feeling like this yeah. is the way, bro. This is not. This can't be the way, bro. <laughs> but the but all I needed for this episode was to be good enough that you didn't say like, no, I'm out. <laughs> so like the numbers, I know people are like, people are talking a lot about, you know, like, and, and, you know, we, you and I don't care about, uh, you know, whether they had, you know, a million streaming or, or they had 14 you know, million streams, Andy. Yeah. So, you know, like, hey, I, used I don't to know have, what a regular like, stream is for them. Then. I don't I don't either. Well, well, or I should say what I actually reporting streaming numbers is actually a major problem. And this is part of the yeah. whole the whole strike. But um, because nobody's necessarily like doing that. Right. There's no regulation on like how they're how they're reporting. It's all self-reporting. But She-Hulk. Uh, so I, I did see that the uh, Spoilsberg, uh, Paul from Heavy Spoilers, noted mm -hmm. that she hulk had like 1.5 and the first two um the first two ahsoka had 1.2 and the mm. number of days they measured between them was like ahsoka had more days that they were including views in mm. so it was like you know six six days at 1.2 million and she hulk had like 1.5 in four days now you and i don't really care about that um but it's one of those things where it makes me wonder if if some people got like into episode one and they're like you know what i'm gonna wait until all eight are out i feel like so, that's what's happening about now like my friends that were texting me yeah. i got like multiple texts um and it really very much was just like i think i'm gonna wait let me know if it's worth catching up all on on the other side yeah. and honestly if i didn't have this show i would be one of them too <laughs> i would be well, it it that's i think that was a that was a popular thing for Andor, and if you notice that there was like there were people that stuck out Andor, and then there were people that like there was a burst of of interest at the like you know at the very very end of Andor for for episode twelve. So yeah. I'm I suspect that we're gonna get somewhat of a similar uh, deal. And the other thing too that I loved about this was I was like oh I have to tell Aaron how much uh, one I'm glad you're you're still on board and two. Uh, I love the fact that we're like Joe Friday about all this because we don't have to to have, you know, bets on this, our pet, you know, theory about X or Y or anything else. Yeah, exactly. It is like it is remarkably freeing to not have any uh, any, you know, you horse can't with race. Star Wars because no. Star Wars totally leads you down the path to go. Gotcha. It's someone yeah. totally new. You don't know. And you're like, well, then great. <laughs> wonderful perfect i'm happy i yeah. spent so much time and energy on it and it doesn't matter you know like just tell me the story i just want to know the story and i want to understand i just want to understand the story yeah and it and, is and i do i do think this is a that's a problem right now for like that i think that's the cool the cool perspective that you're no, exactly you're i feel in, guilty right? yeah. you know i feel guilty that it's like i'm not fully understanding the story i'm supposed to be nerd explaining yeah. to the audience and it was just yeah. like oh what a double-edged sword that was inevitable is that I was gonna? Yeah, this one's cutting both ways. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so you're just like, oh no. 
<laughs> I can't do the whole thesis of my show. It feels like when a quarterback gets old and like they lost their step and they're like, but I, I do this. And they're like, yeah, not at the level we need you to anymore. <laughs> so I'm like, manage the game, Aaron. <laughs> I'm two episodes away from joining the Jets. <laughs> Say Andy, is this the way? <laughs> as long as you're not on the Jets. Mm.